We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. to get your popcorn ready podcast this is your host hatch with my boy yeah i am the co-host yes sir i'm slash host, host. No, i'm the host this is the co-host yeah you know what it we is. got a boss in the building boss ron boss <laughs> everline is in the building i'm glad to be here man this is exciting this is yeah, super yeah. dope sit down with a legend just got to meet you, man. This is super, super. I'm a legend too. It's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> always a, a legend in their own right. That's yeah, yeah, that absolutely, matters. absolutely. That's all that right. matters, yeah, yeah. right? No, it yeah. is. One thousand percent. Totally. Agree I was looking that. at your head. That's your, that's your logo. I thought you was a Houston Astros. Yeah. I am a Houston hot. Astros fan. So okay. I, I did this together. So I threw the logo on top of the oh, Astros. Oh, okay. That's okay. from Houston. Oh, okay. Yeah, shout out to the Houston yeah, Astros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Rock. Y'all got a legit championship now. Y'all, y'all ain't, whoa, whoa, no, no, whoa, I'm just saying. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's kind of, you starting off like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, yeah, he would kind of. But when you got to let me finish. Well, y'all got to let me you finish. Started you off started wrong. off wrong. <laughs> no, 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 we had to know. Okay. It's not how you I'm, start. I'm okay. It's how you finish. And that's why you got to listen. That's right. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Let me, let me. You know what I mean? So, as I was. Saying before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, y'all have a legit championship now because you guys since 2017 has had the over, you know, looming mm, over your head over about it. the cheating scandal, this and that, that it wasn't legit, this and that and the other. But now, 2022 has taken full effect. You guys got that win on a Dusty Baker. I'm a big fan of Dusty Baker. Absolutely. I was rooting Shout for the Houston Astros. So, as I was saying... Everybody, like I said, even some of the players that went through this whole series, they have been asked about, you know, the the, the championship yeah. of 2017 versus this year, this, that, and the other. Hey, a championship is a championship. Yeah, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Whoa. That's what it. What, that's how I say. But but you guys are legitimate right now. Like I said, not that it wasn't, but you know, I get what you're saying. I gotta just say this. Does this also says that we were legit? Because that last win was really because we were really that good and we doubled back down. So to think about it like that, yeah. it's like most people that cheat can't come back. True. So to be able to True come statement. that you say this, how do you put an asterisk on something now that has been solidified? It's been confirmed. A, it's been confirmed that mm. we were really like that. No, I get it. Like I said, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just. We're the media right now. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. the media right now. We're speculating right now. Right. Hey, I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just down there uh, with the Astros. Mr. Jim Crane himself, the owner, uh, got a chance to to hang out with some of those guys. Uh, I literally, I just missed the uh, the, the the parade, parade? by a few missed hours. The parade? Oh, I wow. mean, so when I landed in Houston, honestly. You felt the energy. Oh, for sure. I mean, you felt the energy, and I'm just so excited and happy for Houston. And I was like, I said, that's your hometown. So yeah. shout out to Houston Astros. Yeah, man, gotta rep the city. Yeah, that's All what's right. up. Yeah. And Dusty Baker, you know what I mean? Yeah. Black, 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 black manager. manager. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's huge for up. the culture. Yeah, sure, definitely. Man. Again, talking about again the cheating or not trying training, right? Celebrity trainer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tell us again, how, what do you feel about like when you hear about athletes cheating? Like you're like. You know you don't have to. You're like some athletes need more. Like how, what you know in that space. Like and you know you can get somebody right without you know putting any type of supplements in your body. So how, what's that make you feel like? I mean, I think people are just trying to compete at its highest level. I really try to keep my opinion to myself about how people choose to live their own 
separate right. lives. But I mean, if you ask me, it's always grounded in the work, right? You have to be willing to put in the work on a consistent basis. And in order to, if, if you're not good at something, work on it to get better. You right. feel what I'm saying? So, you know, to what he said, if you ain't cheating, you're not trying. Right. But, you know, for me, it's always down to, re- will you be respected? You know, will you look back at yourself and right. say there's an asterisk internally, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of times, right. sometimes you may not get caught, but the internal, internal thing, thing that goes, eat you up. it's going to eat you up. So right. I'm always searching for the internal thing. So I always question people like, are you really internally going to be happy with that decision? You know what I mean? Right. And so it's up to you. But lot, some people don't care because yeah. at the end of the day, winning is everything. Right. For me, the winning on the inside that I get to go to sleep at night knowing that, you know, I led people in the right direction. A lot of opportunities come to me and I just say no. You know what I mean? Because I'm just not interested in, in going certain that courses. Route. Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you this, right? Because, again, we're talking about winning. and sport, it's all about winning. Yeah. Has anyone ever came to you who doesn't play sports that wants to take, you know, some illegal substances? Because you're like, why would you do that when you ain't got to win nothing? You yeah. know, do they really care that much about being in shape? Yeah, you know what? It, it's it's more often than not. And, um wow. You, you will be surprised, especially in the social media area uh, world we're living in right now. Everybody wants the aesthetic that mm-hmm. the T.O. has mm-hmm. naturally or the these look. guys had the look. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're willing to do it by all means necessary. And for me, I just tell them, look, it, it, you know, is your discipline. You got to really go to discipline. You know what I mean? And so it happens all the time. But, you know, once I have a conversation with you, you know, I understand my superpower now in life. You know what I mean? That Mm -hmm. I have a connective tissue to convince someone to, you know, choose a different path. And, uh, you know, nine out of ten times you can, depending on where a person's at in their life, you can talk them out of it or just give them a different route. It happens too much, but social media plays a big part in people thinking that Mm -hmm. being in shape is having a six-pack. Being, You know what I mean? Or all these different things. And so, unfortunately... People are not really looking at the long-term effects. But, again, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to do what I'm supposed to do, the people that come into my circle. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And, again, so you started in the football space, right, yeah. in the athletic yeah. space. You're an athlete. So when did it, like, hit you, like, okay, you probably never have taken, you know, illegal substances, no. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did well, it ever that's hit? not obvious, but I, but I haven't. <laughs> because <Yeah>. what? <laughs> there you go. Um, right. Because, again— your goal is the NFL, right, yeah. as a young kid right. growing yeah. up playing Absolutely. football, right? So was there any time in your career like, yo, if I were to do this, I would have a better chance? You know what? No, man, because I come from a long family history of NFL players. You know, um, Aaron Emanuel, Derek Johnson, Benny Manuel, Bertie Manuel. Like, so, you know, I've always saw the work. You feel what mm. I'm saying? So I never – there were opportunities that was presented to me one time and. I was just like, nah, bro, I don't want that asterisk. I didn't mm. want that internal asterisk on my name um, to myself, right, because self-accountability is so important. Right, right. And I literally was just like, I remember guys on the team, and, and again, they would say, you smoke weed, you get suspended for 365 days. You take steroids, you get suspended for 365 days. They were willing to take that choice, and I was just like, wow. one of those choices, that choice isn't for me. Wow. You know what I mean? And that was their logic. And I was just like, nah, I'm cool. I'm, I'm not going to do that. So I just I passed up, you know. Um, but guys would throw it at you. You know what I mean? You'd be surprised how often it came our way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just one of those wild things. I just used to be like, bro, like, boys really be on it. But I was more surprised by the guys that don't aesthetically look like they're on it. But are on it. But on it. You know what I mean? Like, it was a it was a thing right. that was more about performance. But I always thought that when right. you were on it, you, you have know, to look a certain way. look a certain way, way. Yeah, yeah. but nah, it was, it's a performance thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and exactly. I started to become hip to the game. I really didn't know. Um, it was interesting. One of my homies, I'll, I'll never say a name, I left for a summer, came back, and I'm like, bro, because I didn't even drink. I, at, you know, in college, I didn't drink protein shakes. I didn't do. I didn't do anything. Right, yeah. right, so right. I came back, and I'm like, bro, well, I was always the strongest dude. You right. know what I mean? How'd I'm you like, pass me up in two? Bro, months? I'm like, what, what, what the hell happened? Yeah. And he was like, yo, bro, I'm just drinking. You know, I don't want to endorse another product. He's like, I'm on this protein, right. and I'm just like. Bro, don't wait. So I go and buy the protein. I'm yeah, like, bro, there's no it's the way. Protein. Right. <laughs> Come to find out, I, I'm at the barbershop one day, and, and bro pulled me to the side. He like, one of the dudes that helped him was like, yo, I can, you know, I can really help you. I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> he like, you see what I did with such and such, such and such. I'm like, that was bro, you. What? And I was like, ah. 
Now it hit Now you. it all made sense because it, it didn't make sense. I'm talking 300 pounds running a 4-5. I mean, just and his, his just father's me. a freak of nature that played in the league too. So I'm like, he had the gift already. That's, right, what, the that's, that's what blew me. The I'm DNA. like, bro, you, don't you already, do you don't even have right, to do right, this. Right. So, yeah, so been in those situations where you just got to, you know, stay the course. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. I know it's like being in the NFL locker room. Mm -hmm. People have always asked me, like, Did you, is everybody on steroids? Did you? And I was like, No. Yeah. I, I, I've never seen it. I've never seen a, a person in an NFL locker room like I was like, "Yo, yeah, he's on steroids." I've never. I me either. Convinced. I've never. I've never. I've never seen it either. You know what I mean? So, so how do you? I got a question for you. How do you take it, considering because of your physique, a lot of people would come for you because you do have a very strict regimen, and people talked about the way you train and recover. Like you, right. you are the. Right poster child, let's just be honest, of how right, to right. take care of your body in the NFL. Like, that's what I knew growing up. When mm -hmm. I was when, on a come up, it's like hyperbaric chambers. You was the first person to ever talk about a hyperbaric yeah, right. chamber. Like you should have, uh, yeah, had some money from hyperbaric chambers. Oh, I know. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But there were moments, <laughs> right. like, in, in some of the biggest moments of, like, what people always remembered about you, obviously you were phenomenal, on it, but you looked apart. You right. know what I'm saying? So how, do, how did that... I was, uh, I was kind of results-driven, you know what I mean? And I was really new in the space of of trying to educate myself about really kind of like as a, an athlete you have to lift you have to lift weights yep. anyway yep. but i didn't know the other element of it as far as nutrition i didn't know what part that took in really optimizing my performance mm -hmm. and so once i was obviously doing the necessary things lifting weights which we all do and then when i got with a trainer he basically ta taught me how to eat and what to eat and when to eat yeah. and then during that summer, I did all of that, and then I go into my season, and when I saw the results, I fell in love with the Double process down, of, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I saw what, I, what happened based on what I had changed. Yeah, yeah. And so, for me, it was like desire, dedication, and discipline. We all have that. Absolutely. I had that desire to be, like at that time, I'm playing football. I had a desire to be the best football player or receiver that I, I wanted to be. Yeah. And then, obviously, we play a sport – you have to do the necessary things to help with that that bump and grind of the season. So you have to lift. And that's, that, I yep, dedicated yep. myself. So the discipline part was really staying away from all the fried foods. Yep. You know, staying away from the sodas. You know, doing all the necessary things. Sleeping, recovery. Yep. You know what I mean? The sleep deprivation is big in athletes because yep. we're always wired. We don't sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then we try to go out and we yep. try to perform. Yep. And so those are the things that I I was receptive to. And then once I saw the results of what I did based on what I accomplished during the offseason, yeah. yeah. I just got I honestly I really got obsessed with the process of trying to become great and sawing what I did to help me get there. Mm -hmm. So the trajectory from if you look at my stats from like the first three years of of, of the league, you know, and obviously there had to be a lot of growth, yeah. you know, with me learning the position and becoming, you know, becoming a football player that I wanted to be, if you look at the trajectory, man, every year I improved on something. I found something to improve upon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, again, I just liked what I – I liked what I was seeing and how you liked I – liked looking in the mirror. It, yeah. was, it was a transformation. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? It was for a transformation. Sure. That's the reward. So, again, it, it was me really transitioning really from, you know, kind of from something, you know, nothing into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But But – I guess people watching have to understand that could take years for some for sure. people to see those results because people see him and they say, oh, he did it and it happened in a month. Yes. Right. It still didn't happen in a month. It for goes sure. over years, and, and that's why you have requires, to be dedicated to that. To right, but it requires a lot of work, which is something he said uh, right at the beginning of this. You know what I mean? A lot of people, they want – they want the rewards without actually putting not in happening. the work. Yep. It's not going to happen that way. Yep. You know what I mean? You have to really be, you know, you have to be fixated. You have to be really just honed in on what it is, what those results are, whether it's gaining weight, whether losing it's losing weight. weight. Right. You have to be committed to the process. And, again, at the beginning, yeah, if you see me uh, as motivation or if they're hearing you or they're seeing you yep. and, and, and they're motivated in the beginning – at some point, that motivation is going to wear thin. Yeah, you know what I mean. So Same where do you motivation. go when there's no more motivation? Yep. Yeah. Then there has to be the consistency, yep. the consistent and the commitment. Yep. And yep. then when that that all goes away, then that's when the discipline comes yep. into play. So those are my three things: like desire, dedication, and discipline. Mm -hmm. Like when that motivation drowns out, yep. you know what I mean. When everything's like whatever's making you get up in the morning, when all that drowns yep. out, yep. then that discipline is what really is going to separate you from being. 
obviously getting you to the success that you want. Because you think out of every sport, there's a lot of good athletes. Yep. You know what I mean? Basketball, football, you're like, this is hundreds and thousands of good athletes. Yep. But there was a handful of great ones. Yep. And if you think about the great ones in everything that they do, it's something that separates them. And usually it's discipline, especially if you listen to some of the greatest talk about what it has taken. We all put hours and hours in, uh, of work in. You know what I mean? That's 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 that goes without that's saying. Right? Yeah. But what is it that separates those good and the, and the great? And for yeah. me, it's discipline. Yep. It's discipline over motivation. I mm-hmm. use this saying all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think you touched on something too that I, I think I want to ha- rein in on too. It's like trainers, right? Mm-hmm. A, a lot of times, people, uh, trainers in our field, try to take credit. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe in taking credit for the work. Mm-hmm. I understand. Somebody else di- does. You already mm-hmm. were a phenomenal athlete. I just come in with the level of discipline and consistency mm-hmm. to align with your core principles that ultimately trying to get you here, but I don't make you, right? right? You have to be willing to put in the work. So a lot of times I always tell people, like even with Kev, you know, uh, speaking to Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. it's like, that's Michael Jordan. I'm his Scottie Pippen. I'm the best mm-hmm. assist man ever. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know what I mean? You know your role. Batman and, and Robin. You, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So and I always. I, right. Ahead, and, and, and the thing is, I think what you're trying to allude to is that the ones that are wanting to take credit, is the ones that want to step in front. They they, they want to be the Michael Jordan. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. They want to leap Mike Michael Jordan. There's only Jordan. one hatch. Yes, there's only yeah. one hatch. And it, BTO, but there's only one me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But but I but I absolutely understand that. And you work with trainers too. It's like a lot of times we gotta. There's a big ego that comes in to want to help somebody that already is elite. You feel what I'm saying? And but there's a there has to be humble authority to allow ourselves to take you to what we see fit, but based on our knowledge and the information that we're reading and understanding about nutrition, about mo- mobility, about the way the body moves and functions to get you, but it's, it's you. At, every, at the end of the day, it's you. And it's me to be able to sit in my position to understand my power to help you, but at the end of the day, I don't like taking credit. When guys be like, that's my guy, I'm like, yo, I'm proud of you, but you did the work. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? Already. I'm always like, I'm just an assist man to... Yeah. To the guy. Right. right. So in that, when you're transitioning, okay, you wanted to be a football player. It didn't work out for yep. you. So what 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 puts you in the in, in the space of wanting to train or be considered like you know celebrity for the trainers yep. or you know obviously a lot of people know you as Kevin Hart's trainer, but you obviously you have your own you know business, business and things that you do for yourself. How did that happen? Of coming out of college, wanting to play football, didn't work. Yeah, career paths changed. Yeah. yeah, it was tough. I mean, I, I, I thought I definitely thought I was going to the league. I, I mean, who, who doesn't, right? I, right. I, I thought I was going to the league. One of the biggest things for me was not moving back to Houston. Mm-hmm. And I ended up moving to Atlanta. And my cousin, uh, Dwight Johnson, played for the Giants for, for a while. And that's mm-hmm. Derek's brother. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that I wasn't going to work. I wasn't going to give up on football. I was like – you know, this is going to be it. I surrounded myself around everything. I had a football's mentality, a football player's mentality, and I was really locked into that. And my cousin was like, yo, I'm about to open this gym. You want to be down? And I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. I, it, it wasn't something that I was really it interested good, in. Yeah. I, we, we gotta, we, we've been trained our whole lives to right, try to get right. to this level. So I'm like, I don't want to be – I don't want to be a trainer. I don't want to be on the other side. I want to be on the other side. (laughs) Yes. And so I got a call from the CFL. I got a call from a a CFL football team. And at that time, I just – I saw – I skipped a little bit, but I saw in the gym business the opportunity to really grow. Mm. I didn't want to be a trainer. I saw the business of training, mm. right? And so once I saw the business of training, I saw boot camps. I saw uh, Moms on the Move. I created a program called Moms. It's called Moms on the Move. So I started okay. conceptualizing bigger ideas outside of just the, just the one-on-one gym, training because I was training with, squat. you know, with guys that won Super Bowls. I was I was in the mix of the, the NFL players in Atlanta. Right. And once I started to realize that this training moment was going to be my life's purpose, and, and it happened on accident. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, 
the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Training this lady 300-something-plus pounds, and I'm just doing football workouts, mm-hmm. literally just doing football workouts, and she she dropped 100-plus pounds. Wow. And she came to me, and she was like, you changed my life. And she was crying. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. I'm like, what? And you did. But at the time, right. I ain't registering this. I'm a, I'm still testosterone-driven. I'm in the gym. I'm just I'm drilling people thinking this is the only way to get people to be their best selves. And she said, you changed my life. And she was so emotional. And she went into a deeper story about being able to have a kid in a healthier state and so on and mm. so forth. And I was like, it didn't hit me right away. I just saw a woman crying. And my <laughs> the person I was with at the time was crying. And I'm like, what the fuck? What, what did I do? What right, everybody right, crying right. for? And it hit me a few months later that I can change people's lives through fitness. Because the biggest yeah. things as a... Uh, the biggest thing that I always wanted was when you walk around and you get on a, you get on the airplanes, you go to the store, and kids look up to you and go, "You a football player? Who you play for?" Mm. And their eyes light up, and that was that was something that up. made me happy because you could speak life into kids. You feel what I'm you saying? You know they're gonna listen to you, right? Because mm-hmm. of the profession, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that was always my dream to speak life into people. And then when I found fitness and I saw that I could speak life into people through that, through that was. The wow. way that I, I really, I was like, oh, this is just going to be my lane. And I just wanted to gamify it. So That's I took awesome. the game of football, mm-hmm. and I said, I'm going to gamify fitness this, the way I wanted to do the game. And so mm-hmm. every day I just compete the same way as I feel like I'm going to play. Do you remember that lady's name? Do you still talk to her to this day? I don't talk. I reached out to her awesome. about uh, six months ago, and I just wanted to tell her she was a key component in my That's life. Awesome. I've talked about this, but I told her she was a key component in my transition. Right, can being we one say her name? <laughs> I don't want to say her name. Well, I shout out her. to you anyway, right? I don't want to say her name because awesome. I just That's reached great. out to her and I don't want her to feel. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta yeah. hit him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout right. out to so, you anyway. Man, regardless. I mean that 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 in itself that's, awesome. that's a that's a an amazing story. Um, when you hear, obviously, you just shared with how that kind of you know, in a sense, it kind of changed your life Absolutely. too. She did. You, she did change. Right. My you life. both changed each other's yeah. life. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and when you hear hear stories like that. And then obviously the success that you've had now and you encounter, you know, people that, again, may not know what's inside of them until they actually do the work. Mm -hmm. What do you say? What kind of advice would you give someone that may not receive the results right away, you know, as she did? What what advice would you give them uh, on the brink of success, knowing that it's in them? What, Mm -hmm. what, What advice would you give them? It's exactly what you just talked about. It's the consistency. It's the discipline. It's it's you have to have the foresight to be able to see where you're ultimately trying to go. So don't look in the moment, right? A lot of times we get so caught up in the right now effect. I'm so focused on my five-year plan. You know what right, I mean? Right. And I don't have goals. I will stand on right. I don't set out <laughs> to say this is the goal right. because I feel like goals are limiting. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not the guy to be like, oh, I got all these goals. No, I have expectations for myself to right. be the best that I can be. So I'm always putting myself in. So I want to share that with every person that comes in contact with me. So that's what I would tell somebody. Look at me. I am the, I am the example. You feel what I'm saying? So I want to inspire, inspire through me as the, the individual. Right. And when you say, you know, you don't like to set goals, 
I don't want everybody to, to, to listen and hear him say, like, well, what do you mean you don't want, yeah. want to set goals? Because when you hear him it say— It limits you. It, right, it limits you because, okay— just you say, say you just right, pounds. right. Just put yeah. look, we're gonna put it in context right. for you, <laughs> right? Okay, just say you set those goals, you reach those goals. Now what? Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Then what? Then Are you lose done? 10 pounds, yeah. Then you're done. Then you stop eating right. Yeah. Then, then you, you done? gain your ten pounds yeah. back. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> then what? Yeah. So again, that's what people. Again, it's so quick and it's so cliche for people to say, "Oh, set your set some goals and yep. then achieve that's that." The but stuff. then again, once you reach those goals, then what? So that's where, again, that, like I said, that consistency, the commitment comes yep. into play because everything that you do, it has to be habitual. Yep. You know what I mean? It, ha- it has to become a lifestyle. Yep. And for me, that's why people marvel at what, how I look at my age because I haven't really strayed too far away from what I've been doing since 2000. I came in, yeah, I came in the league in 96. I don't eat the same way. I don't look the same way. I don't. Man, I'm you not, still look ugly. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm handsome as a mug, you, know I mean? you know what I mean? But again, the thing that I've done is I've been consistent with the way that I've eaten. I don't train as heavy because I don't have to prepare for anything. Yep. You know what I mean? There's nothing that I have to prepare prepare for. But in doing that and staying active, I can't just not do anything. Sure. Because if I do that, then that's going to basically, you know, I'm going to get hurt somewhere along the way. You know, you, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're basically asking your body to do something that you're not preparing it to do. Because right, people don't know, like, your body muscle atrophies, you know, a percent, like, after so many years, especially yep. if you're not doing anything. So you have to stay active. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, something that, you know, <clears throat> as athletes, we all want to know, right, because athletes want to be actors and musicians. Yeah. Musicians and actors want to be athletes. Athletes. Right? We all know that. Absolutely. But for us, it's like, tell us the difference of the mentality of training athletes and the actors. Because we know. Just people we, in the entertainment. We, we, yeah, no, we, see, we see yeah. y'all, you know, play celebrity basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flag yeah, 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 football. Yeah. And they yeah. think that they nice. And we yeah. be like, y'all some punks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because really you really can't that. train like us, yeah, you know. Absolutely. But, so when you in the room with them, when you say, give me two more, one more, are these people, are they quitting? Are they shutting it down? Or they really have some type of, uh, you know, I guess, dedication to themselves that they're going to finish all the reps that you're going to have them do or something. You know, I've been very fortunate, you know, to most clients that have come through me or my team. It's like they they really want it because they understand the the expectation of discipline that I've already put out there. So when they finally call me, they know that they have to be serious. And if they're not, you know, I'm the king of kicking people out the gym. I'm not. Okay. You know what okay, I mean? Like, yeah. if you ain't serious, I'm, I don't. Going to get out, wasting time. Care. Right, right. Go ahead. I would rather take less to push the legacy forward, more about people that are really looking to change themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the athletes, the, 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 you know, you'll be surprised of the pure talent mm-hmm. that guys don't want to work. It's the actual opposite sometimes, right? So, uh, sometimes you see these guys that have the physical attributes to be the best. But because they they're so work. good, they don't want to work. And we all know those guys yeah. that are just so gifted and so talented, and they yes. get by, by, and they're elite. They're yes. the elite of the elite, but they don't do the extra work. Um, so a lot of times, they, uh, I don't want to do the extra rep. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. work out, you know, with that person because he's going to challenge me too hard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think entertainers look from the outside looking in, and they admire that from the discipline in, in, in certain elements. Um and they push for it, and I think they come in equally. But I've been fortunate enough to work with some of the best. When, you when know, tell, NBA players again, you've been with Kevin Hart for years training him. When did he not finish the rep? Kev finishes all the reps. We, and, we, and he, how I mean, long we you talk been training? a lot. Of, we talk. It's been ten years. So he finished every rep. Now tell me the rep he didn't no, no, finish. No, 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 I want to no, get no. on him. No, one rep he no. didn't finish. Ke- Kev is <laughs> Kev is the king of procrastinating. He'll okay. he'll he'll bullshit through exercises to get his breath or play but one yeah. thing right, like, right, stop right. talking get that rep, get that rep. <laughs> right, but right. one thing I gotta give him he always finishes always and finishes. for 10 years bro he been dedicated right. yep. he's been committed to the gym you know even like this morning 4am you know what I mean yep. we, you know 4am workouts it, it's it's now become the lifestyle because it's the added bonus to who he is as a person and his career and it's the camaraderie right the shift in the culture for us is not just training it's the, it's the conversation mm-hmm. right because the gym I consider my golf Right, because now right, right. we don't you, we don't have time to go to the golf course. So mm-hmm. we get to get in the gym and talk about 
things that we're dealing with with our families and, mm-hmm. you know, real our business is real yeah. conversation. So sometimes we have the best workout, but the best conversation. Right. Sometimes it's not the best workout, but the best conversation. Yeah. Sometimes we just need to be together because we, in the world of everybody's pulling you a thousand different places, this is the one place you know, with no distractions. You know what I mean? When you're waking up at 4 or 5 in the morning, nobody's working on the yeah. East Coast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, he, you know, he, he's free. So the mind is free. You Mentally can get in there. Free. We can clown around. And, you know, you get to be able to let the edge off. And so we've been very fortunate to be able to create this bond that pushes each other to new levels um, because, you know, my business has crossed the water. You know, we, we you know, from, from the Middle East to Asia, we're, we have trainers and chefs and therapists that live in different countries. Right. But... This is what when when Kev and I set out to do this, it was literally mm-hmm. to be where we are today. And this Business. is through your app as well. Is that what? No, I'm that, talking. To, I'm literally talking about real physical trainers, chefs, okay, and therapists okay. that live with families and do. Everything oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So we do have an app, but but no, we we literally have so a that's full a, concierge. That's a separate company. Yep. Full okay. Separate. What's the? Give us the information. In the name Just Train company. is our is is the is okay. the brand, and we have a full concierge wellness company that we have chefs, trainers, and therapists that travel with families the same way that I and work with and celebrities as well. And reach that, uh, reach that company. How can people reach that company? Just reach out to Just Train. Okay. Um, we got the, on the website. Just Train.com. Just Train. Yep. Okay. All right. There it is. They can reach out. But, you know, that that's a tough business to solicit because it's, it's, it's I'm not trying, it's one of them things yeah. where. They got to be right to come to you anyway. You got to be, you got to be really mentally ready for somebody to be committed to you, be right. on the road with you full time, that, that accountability, things like that. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things, man. You know, to want to have to, to, to do some amazing things, to make things amazing things happen, you have to prepare yourself to make amazing things happen. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And and as you were alluding to, like there's we already talked about there's no shortcuts. There are, but those shortcuts mm-hmm. are not gonna sustain you. Nope. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what you again, like I said, I'm not people have asked me time and time again. Won't you be a personal trainer? Won't you do this? For me, I I don't have the motivation to get up at four in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like my sleep. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And absolutely. for a trainer, just think about the actual client themselves. They have to get up and be there at if just say if it's four. Yeah. A trainer, they got to be there before the client. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Facts. they Facts. cutting into my sleep. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> hey. Well, well, you you you've done okay for yourself, so you don't gotta go. You know, switch the, you, you could, if you did decide to do it, you could pick your times. Right, but right. I, right. but again, right. but, I, but I understand. Yeah, but I do. Like I said, I've given people. I mean, tons and tons of people have come to me for advice. I've given it to them, yep. even even moms, dads. Yep. I mean, I'm sure you get it as well. Slide in the DMs, like yo. Can you help my son? You know, what can I say to him? What can he do to get better? This, that, and the other. Anytime somebody comes to me about advice or whatever, I do my best to share what I, how I've gotten to where I am For with sure. them to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like each one teach one. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Believe and I try to reach out to one. You know what I mean? And, and anytime that I can do that, because I knew that when I came out of high school, we talked about it. Yeah. At nauseum. Yeah. I was probably at best maybe two or three star athlete. Mm. I wasn't that guy coming out of high school. Yeah. Even today, when people have seen and they know who I am, they've only witnessed on the professional, the biggest stage. Yeah. So they think that I went to a power five school. They think uh, that I was right. an all American yeah. coming out of college. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good and that's why example. Yeah. So that's when, you know, I've always talked about my three D's as to my blueprint of success and it and how it can help someone else. And it's applicable to not just sports, but even, you know, itself. everyday, you know, working people nine to five, you know, yep. and I've even talked to trading stock companies. Yep. I've talked to like, you know, uh, trucking companies or they want me to come in and talk to their employees about how an athlete's mindset it can be applicable yep. to what they're doing on an everyday basis. Yeah, Absolutely. I love that, bro. It, it's so real. I think too, I, I think the biggest thing for two people to understand too is that athletes are not just athletes. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's synonymous with what you know yeah. um, the what LeBron is saying. We're more than athletes. We're more than you know athletes. I mean? And I think one, what what I wanted to represent as a trainer transitioning to work with Kev. I don't know. You know, I started with Neo. I, I never want right. to disrespect how my opportunity got presented to me on the gym. Neo called, stayed with him for you know three years, and I had new Kev when I was playing football, met him in a barbershop. His current barber is the same barber that used to cut my hair when wow. I was in college. And, you know, fast forward, when Kev called, he said, listen, I, I was I was living in Saudi Arabia, <clears throat> and I had transitioned, and Kev said, listen, 
I want somebody to come help me build something bigger than just fitness. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, if it's about, I'm, I love business. I love business more than anything else, but that's why the fitness business made sense made to me. Sense. You know what I mean? And said, Kev said, listen, if you come, you're going to be my partner in this in this fitness business, right? Mm-hmm. And so he told me what he wanted to do. He wanted to go get the Nikes. He wanted to go get the the, 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 the covers of magazine, the endorsement deals. And we set out. We did. Kev became the first entertainer to ever sign an a, a athlete deal with Nike. Mm-hmm. He was the face of a healthcare company, Rally Health. He was, you know what I mean? He, he covered every magazine. I was doing the work, and I was grounded to those principles. Mm-hmm. And I think the transition of conversation is a lot of time people don't, people just, they put celebrity before the trainer. My craft mm-hmm. was training. In business, the celebrity was the platform. Though the NFL was was going to be my platform right. to talk about the things that we wanted to do, Kev became the platform, yep. and I allowed. Now the work had to be done within the platform to create the value that you see today. But a lot of times, people didn't understand the navigating, setting up the runs. How do, how do we get from point A to point B to understand? What is the what is the bigger thing that I'm ultimately trying to accomplish? I wanted people to understand the training business. How do I transition from just being the trainer to the businessman? And and but always being anchored in fitness, never abandoning how I got to where I got to, but understanding that that parallel, which brings to a conversation of what football players I think need to understand is that they need to leverage the game while they're playing yes, and stop when they're and, and, and don't wait until they're done. You yep. feel what I'm saying? Right. A lot of times I would like to, I would talk to guys and I'll be like, they just so football heads or basketball heads or, you know, yep. and I'm just like, man, that especially with social media, the time is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Football because, players have don't football forget, back, back in the day, we weren't allowed to do that really. So right? I didn't the, know that. The organization would be so mad when the player had a part. Right, the yeah. organization gets so mad when the player had to fly out on a Monday night and then like wasn't in town on Tuesday, got mm-hmm. back Wednesday. Like the, if the coach, if you're a bubble player, especially a like superstar, mm-hmm. you can probably get away with yeah. it. You know, it was Randy different treatment away, for different the treatment. tier yeah. of. But you're talking yeah. about yeah. you know <laughs> two guys, but the other 51 guys, you couldn't you couldn't have a career outside sure. of that sport. But yeah, sure. times have definitely times changed. Have definitely and changed now to where again those opportunities. Media. You know, guys that want to uh, really uh, put their heart and soul into it, they can, they can put efforts towards that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they were saying, like, yeah, teammates that were obviously, like I said, if you're not, like, one of the top guys the on the team guys, or what have yeah. you, GMs or whatever, they kind of monitor what you're doing. They're going to feel like, okay, well, this guy's not serious. He's yeah, just really, not serious he, Yeah, he just wants to party. Uh, he's not dedicated. He's yeah. not focused. That's how they look at you. Yeah, that's how yeah. they look at you. Again, but now obviously things have changed. Like yeah. We're just, like I said, we're more than just athletes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And it's always been that way. It's just not a transition of understanding because mm-hmm. they only wanted to put us in a box. Right, they only right. wanted to, you know, the, the thing is they always just say, you know, one of the biggest things, and I, people walk in the room and go, you, just, you, you must be a football player or you must be when you stand mm-hmm. at these nice hotels and you're doing you something good for you. You have to be that, right and, I, right. and it's like, no, I'm actually a businessman. There you go. I actually, you know, own a piece of this. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you, we're changing the narrative. And I think the platform for guys to start to understand that while they're playing, change their narrative. Don't wait till you finish when you don't have the, the eyeballs and the opportunity. When they this don't call the, you back no more. When right? they don't call you back no more. Mm-hmm. Use that platform. Stop looking at the NFL as it is the opportunity, but it is also the bridge to more. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think because Kev allowed me to, for him, for him to be the platform and also the bridge. You feel what I'm saying? And so the conversation to I always want to talk about don't put yourself in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I don't like goals because, again, to your point, you set a goal and then you stop. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the opportunity how you present yourself and what you – I want everything. 
I wouldn't have ever dreamed of going to Saudi Arabia and dream of training in yeah. I never even knew this, but I never, because I never said it wasn't possible. It wasn't, I, yeah. Well, it was yeah. always the opportunity that yeah. when the opportunity presented itself, I was ready. ready. And I was always thinking about what's the next big thing that I can do. What's yeah. the next big opportunity? Big, big opportunity. And I'll tell you one of the things that changed my life. I was sitting in a, with Phil Knight. We flew to Nike. We signed a deal, and he brought us in. And I was talking, and he said, I was just sitting in the room, and I was questioning myself. And then there was a moment that just hit me and said, you did something to be in the room. Yeah. Stop question questioning it. yourself. Don't question it. All too often we question ourselves yeah, question when we're in a room. <clears throat> but you, we need to be present yeah. when we're in, in a room, room because the opportunity <laughs> is right now. now. Right. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right, so right. if I keep, if I'm worried about how I got here, I'm not really focused on what you need to, to be, be doing. doing. Yes. Yes. Why are you in, you in the room? Asking yeah. the right yeah. question. Yeah. 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 Mammy, you've been awesome. busy. No yeah. wonder I, we didn't get our stuff <laughs> off the ground. Kev had Now you see why. Kev had you strung out strung, strung, strung out around the clock. Yeah, man. We, we've been busy. We've yeah, been yeah, busy. No we'll talk about that all time. So tell us what is the next big thing, though? Man. You have so much going on. But I want to touch on something, too, that you just mentioned, too, about athletes leveraging you know, and taking advantage of the social me- uh, media era w- where we are now. And then obviously, like I said, with, you know, the branding and the marketing, you know, being able to leverage that while they're playing. And I think to your point, and, you know, there's, a, I guess, there's some good and bad to that. Sometimes you have to surround your – because athletes, sometimes athletes don't know how to get to the next point. For sure. You know what I mean? For and sure. they need to surround themselves with the right people to do that. And I think some guys have been in position, and then you you have those people that recognize – what you're just saying, what they can leverage mm-hmm. off their celebrity, their talent, or whatever, and they don't have the right people in their on their team in their yeah. camp to really bring all of that to fruition. Yeah. So I think for you, like I said, like I said, you said some things earlier. It was like it kind of things kind of happened by accident. Yeah. It did, but God put you in those positions and in for those sure. places. Yeah. Obviously, you recognize that now. Yeah. But what do you say about those? You know, to those guys that again that may not know how to leverage where they are right now. It, it's always about who you surround yourself with and what you're reading and what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. even in my lowest moments, I was always trying to read and educate myself on where I, how I was going to get myself out of bondage. You know what I'm saying? Who who was the person that had something that I didn't have? And, like, I was always just, you know, a lot of times when the first three years on the road with Kev, I just listened. I just listened and understood every person's moving piece. Yep. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? To make sure that I created real value in something that was bigger than myself. You feel what I'm saying? But a lot of t- it was never about me, and it still isn't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's why the company's called Just Train, not Boss Fit. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's about how do I continue to pass that torch? How many candles can I light to light somebody else? But to that point, it's who you have around. Mm-hmm. If you don't have people around you, and and, and I w- let's just be honest here, football players have helmet syndrome. If you don't yeah. know who you are, it's tough, right? Yeah. So. A lot of times the jewelry, the, the the things that we they put on is trying to cut hey, they want to be recognized as a right. football yeah. player. Yeah. Right. right. And so now we have an opportunity with social media to really expand that to really become a face. You were rare. You did TV shows like that. You know what I mean? Like you that was yeah. this unique opportunity. Now it's social media. You don't need, really need TV. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, it really is about who you surround yourself with, you know what I mean? And, and being really in tune to just paying attention. Like, one of the things that I love watching right now is, you know, how guys are using their brand, right? And I'll just say, like, I study social media. I don't just, like, I, I'm, like I've been off social media for a little while because I've really been studying how I want to rebrand move, and move yeah. and make, this, make noise. And I look at... LeBron and a lot of people just think LeBron. LeBron got PlayStation right now, Hummer. He got uh, Ruffles. He got uh, he did the Tono deal. I can go through. I I, I study at how the guys moves. are positioning themselves with different brands, and you hear the conversation at how they bought the bicycle company. I don't know if you understand, or you know how we were a part of you know Beyond Meat. You know these different transitions. The opportunity is when you have the platform. So you a lot of times we don't study enough. We just see things as the optic and not understanding the transition. You feel what I'm saying? What is LeBron transitioning for? What is yeah, the what is, what is what's like, the next move? What's yeah. the next move for Kev? What's the next move for you know what I mean? Because we so caught up in our moment, which is great, but we always again going back to that. What is your five year plan? What is your ten year plan? If you don't get that call back, if that you know opportunity doesn't present itself at its highest value anymore, in the way that I always looked at fitness was how many it was how many hours a day am I willing to work and how many people can I get in? 
Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I wanted to charge somebody a hundred bucks a session, but I but everybody was like, yo, that's too expensive. I'm like, all right, cool. I need to get three people in here at thirty three dollars a session. Right. And I'm, I'm gonna go, get that. 100. I'm gonna get the hundred regardless. A session. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> and so it just shifts how you. You know what I mean? But I needed to understand that there's no quantum leaps of success. So I gotta break it down. I'm gonna get mine penny by penny by penny by penny, rather yeah. than trying to look for the. You know, I, I'll never get a big. You know, signing bonus. Well, right. things have changed, but you know. <laughs> so what is being with with Kevin? You know what I mean? What has been sort of the highest moment that you've had, and what has been the lowest, and how you and and, and how did you react? You know, to those. You know, it's it's, it's a true brotherhood, and I'll tell you. Um, you know, the highest moment is is just really having someone that's your partner and believing into what we did. You know, we we partnered with J.P. Morgan Chase, came up with the concept financial fitness, and it's a big deal. JP just anchored our, our, our uh, venture fund, um, and you know, which is absolutely exciting, and I'm a VP of, the, you know, of a venture fund that we're raising. You know, and the lowest moment is when the world saw that we really fought. You know what I mean? Like, we, you know, and you never want that to get out, but it was, the, it was the bridging gap between true brotherhood and understanding that we're better together than we are apart. And so you never want people to see your strife, right? Like it, a couple. The internal. The internal right, shit. Right, right. And that was low because for me, it's like a couple. You never want somebody to see you and your wife argue, um, right? right? You're supposed to have that in private, come back out right, and make sure. And so that was the moment of like, damn. And, you know, I got hit up a lot about that, right? People interview, interview, interview. Man, I want to know about you and Kev fighting on the plane. And one of the biggest things to me is like, it's nothing to talk about. So what what y'all fighting on the plane for? It's like, what y'all going to do? Throw each it, other so out what, the plane? First of all, like, are you guys on a uh, commercial plane, private plane? It was a private plane, of course. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not there yet. I still, fly, I still fly commercial. You know? Well, it's Kev plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We got yeah. the heart plane. Yeah, it's the heart plane. Go. It's the heart plane. No, man. We so, just... for, wait a minute. So, how did this get out? And you guys are on your plane. How well, did this? I mean, it was a documentary, and um, oh, okay, it, it was in a documentary, and uh, it was just one of the moments, and and it came out. But you you understood the opportunity. For me, it was a low moment. You asked what was the low moment. Yeah, it was right. the world coming in, trying to say, oh, man, what, you know. Speculating, hey. pride, pride. So everybody trying to create this friction, right. which was no friction. The next morning we woke up, we talked about it, and we became better. We got closer. There you know is. what yep. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's the true meaning of brotherhood. Yeah. But you, you have to go saying? through that moment. Yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to go through the moment. But, but for me, brotherhood is one of the most key components to life. Mm -hmm. Like, And I don't, I don't overlook brotherhood because I don't, not just in this situation, I don't believe in throwing people to the curb because of a mistake. Not not in right. this situation, but like right. people in my team. All too, a lot of times when people make a mistake, we tend to just get rid of them really, really fast right. without right. any. We just move on. To, yeah, move on. Like what happened to such and such? I ain't talked to him in ten years. Like it's that's not worth, a problem. Yeah, and when I traveled mm -hmm. the world, I started to understand that brotherhood was more important than anything else. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So everything can always be solved with a conversation. We don't always got to understand or agree, right. but, but at least talk it out. We can talk it out, and we can walk away knowing that hey. I understand his POV, he understands mine, and we go from there. Me and we're going to talk about something after the show. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, right. Um, but he, yeah, like, I disagree I want him with to him all the time. Yeah, yeah, we're going right. to have he's an understanding after the right. show. He's yeah. never right. Right, but if I'm not <laughs> right. right, you know, if I'm wrong, that doesn't make you right. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Whole, you see what I'm saying? That's all, so, I'm so not, who's the one that's always right? I'm always right because I'm not going to speak on it if I'm not right. Got it. If I'm not right, then I just don't speak on it. You see what I'm saying? That's exactly. a good way to look at it. Yeah, that's my, my perspective. Th that's your, your perspective. That, again, that's <laughs> me understanding his perspective, but that doesn't mean he's, he's right. right. Yeah. I'm right to me. Right. Two different walks Which is right. all that matters. But I think that the mature thing about anybody having a disagreement is that you kind of understand each yep. other and you take that information for what it's worth yeah. and then you're able to move on from it. For sure. Yeah. Totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Uh, just Train. Everything Just Train. Just Train. Just Train. Just Train. Just Train. Everything Just Train. Exactly. I don't do anything without the brand Just Train. It's just... Because it's not about... And I want people to understand the brand is not about 
fitness. Right. It's really about I, training the mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I truly... Everything I, starts with a mindset. Everything. Everything, to be honest. Everything. I just put mind. just in front of it. Yeah. But train the mind and the body to follow. You don't just wake up successful. You have Your mindset has to be ready. You know the day when somebody comes to you, I can look somebody in their eyes and they say they're ready to lose weight. You know that they're 100% committed to you. Mm-hmm. You're the person that's across the table from you at dinner and go, man, I need your help. Like, nah. Man, you just talking. You, you really not talking. mentally ready. Yeah, right, you right. know what I'm saying? You need to be intentional. When you're talking to people about business, when you're talking to people about sports and anything, you be like, yo, bro, super intentional. You know it's already been mentally, it's up there already. Mm-hmm. But a lot of guys don't really prepare themselves, or women don't prepare themselves mentally for success. And you think about a lottery winner. They say most lottery people go broke. Right. You know why? They were never never, re- never prepared. They were, they were never, never mentally ready. prepared for, never, never for ready. money. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So that's... It, that, I always used to go back to that, like, man, why do people go broke? Got all this money. They right. were never ready for money. Right. You know what right. I mean? And one of the key things to me, I, before I had any success, I always prayed to God, bless me to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. I never am doing mm-hmm. this solely okay. for me. I truly talk to God about how do you lead mm-hmm. me so that I can lead others? Not just bless because me. everybody's mm-hmm. always like celebrity trainer, celebrity trainer. Man, I am a trainer and a businessman. The celebrity is the element that the world gets The world puts on, on you. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't care. The optics are the optics. But what I... What I how I got out of bondage was mm-hmm. God blessed me to be a blessing. And that's mm-hmm. why I, that's my walk. Mm-hmm. I'm literally walking in that. The brand is just because it's never been about me. So when I go back to the moment of this isn't about me, that's why I didn't call it boss fit, da-da-da. I never wanted to be a social media person or whatever, whatever. I'm just a football. I'm, I'm doing exactly what we do in the locker room on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm talking trash. I'm being competitive. I'm always just exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's competing to uplift. I'm never competing to destroy mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so all too often we compete to destroy. My number one thing is to compete to uplift. I want to take take moments and I want to take guys and I want to take women and say, hey, man, let's build together. Like, we can compete. Competition is everything that I want to do. There's a a time to compete to destroy (laughs) and there's a time to compete compete to uplift. Yeah, absolutely. But the most of my work right now is to compete to uplift because I'm in a different space. But if you get... Absolutely. But if you standing next to me in the gym, I swear to God, I'm trying down. to. Oh my God, I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm coming in first, or whatever that right, is. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if I'm not winning, I'm going to figure out how can I win. Yeah, and I, mindset is everything. Is. Yeah. I mean, to look like that, you gotta have a mindset <laughs> to go out into this hater world. Hater alert! Hit the <laughs> hater alert! Hit the <laughs> hater alert! <laughs> You gotta have a mindset to look like that and go into this world every day. Man, no, man. Hey, bro. And take all these hey, bullets, these see what I see what I got to deal with I see what you got to deal with. Hey, listen, bro, I deal with it every day. All Little right, kid, listen, this birthmark good. on my face is taking me a lot of places, so I ain't never, <laughs> Don't I ain't never afraid of it. Afraid. <laughs> so, we appreciate you coming no, on, man. Though, I man. appreciate y'all having me. That's the show, bro. All right. Bro. Yes, Ron sir. Boss is in the building, yeah, y'all. Yeah. I'll let you know. Pop ready to next This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.